welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, Triumphing Over Weariness. Now, weariness is to become reluctant to see or experience any more of something, to have tiredness. So you might feel like you're physically tired, mentally tired, emotionally tired, and potentially discouraged as you're moving forward. This can be weariness in various areas of your lives, but it's important to address this because this is a window that the enemy will try to use when it comes to God's children, when it comes to us doing the things that God has called us to do. And so I want to address this because it's important, especially when there's something right on the other side that God is preparing us for. This is not the time to give up and cave in. So just be encouraged because weariness is part of the journey. This is why God has scripture for weariness so that we do not fall prey to it. Galatians 6, 9 through 10, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. So there's preparation in the scripture. As we look at the scripture, it's important for us to not look at it, you know, in a way of what we get. Okay, if I do this, I get this. This is not what this is about. It's about as we're doing things unto the Lord, do not, do not get tired of doing it. Do not give up. Do not have um, a, a thought pattern of what do I get out of this? When will this happen? When we stay on course, if we do not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Now, harvest, when we when we think about it, it's important to not look at it as if it's something specifically for what we're praying for, because this might even be something that is not directly linked to what our prayers are. This is why we have to do it unto the Lord and not look at it as a personal gain, as, as the harvest that, you know, the text is indicating. Because if we only look at it, I'm doing this to receive, our motives are are not right. But if we look at it, I'm doing this unto the Lord for God's will to be done, for his plans to prevail. It's totally different. And so as we continue on, when we think about weariness, this can happen when we don't see fruit. So that means that we're We're doing the things that God has called us to, but we're not seeing the fruit that we want to see and the timing we want to see. This means we might be focusing on the fruit more than being in God's will. So if we're not seeing anything, then we're questioning, are we in God's will? And it's natural to question that because we're so used to planning something and seeing something grow you know, investing something and seeing a return. And so we're so used to this um, principle. And that is a principle of when we sow, we do see, 
um, a reap. But a lot of times when we're doing kingdom, it, it, it doesn't operate like that because we're working as we're doing kingdom things. Sometimes we might see resistance because the enemy, remember, he is he is out there trying to see whom he can devour, whom he can throw off task, whom he can discourage. And if we're not careful, we can allow the temptations of his tactics to influence us. So God's timing is going to be very different from what we expect, from what we do in the natural. And because he is working behind the scenes. So a lot of times weariness can happen when, you know, we're praying for something and we're not seeing the results. So you've been praying for something for years and you're, some things might seem like they're getting worse. And then this is where weariness sets in. Like, well, why am I praying and things are not looking? But this is another tactic because we're focusing on the fruit. As long as we focus on what, we, what we're not seeing or what we're seeing, then we will make it all about that and not about God's will. So this is why when Jesus was sharing um, with his disciples how to pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's always about God's will. And once we get to our motives regarding how we pray and why we pray, we will no longer be discouraged as quickly because we're praying God's will. God's will is not our timing. God's will is not our flesh being uh, gratified. God's will is God's will. And a lot of times he's not showing us specifically every single thing that's going to occur during our journey. And this is why it's important to pray God's will and to not get caught up in our will, in our natural desires. This keeps us from getting, becoming weary. And we are more encouraged because we know that his will prevail prevails and his timing that's very important to know his timing so we don't want to throw in the towel and become slack in praying when we're not seeing the results that just means continue to pray remember God indicated for us to pray without ceasing it's not a matter of praying until we get what we what we want and then stop it is a this is a like a lifelong journey it's like do we stop drinking water when we're um we're no longer thirsty no we we continue drinking water because that's nourishment for our bodies our bodies need that that hydration that's the same thing with praying our spirit needs that and our spirit actually it's like it testifies you know when we're praying and we're spending time with God there's this it's like it's what keeps us and um it's like the fuel you know it, it keeps us going because we're like connecting to our creator when, when we're praying so we don't want to stop doing that because we're not seeing what we want we want to get our flesh under submission when we start to become weary you want to say okay flesh where is this feeling coming from? Am I becoming weary because I am focusing too much on the natural, too much on what is happening in other situations? Let me stay focused. So we want to bring the flesh under the subjection of God, not um, us doing what the flesh wants us to do. You, you see, we tell the flesh what, what to do. So that this is the difference. So we want to understand Get to the why, get to the motive of where the weariness is coming from. So, you know, 
a common thing for weariness is, you know, especially in, um, you know, those who are, you know, following Christ and, and doing kingdom work is when you're praying for the lost and you're praying for maybe family members who don't know Christ and those who have left um, the, their faith. And, and you're not seeing the results, you know, uh, maybe they're getting worse in, in their actions um, and, and it can cause a weariness because you, we, we a lot of times want to see that they're starting to get better and they're starting to, but at the end of the day, God can supernaturally uh, move, you know, allow a person to encounter him and one day, and then just like that, their desire, their outlook, and everything changes. Just like that. But in the natural, we're not used to that. So we're wanting to see this gradual shift. For some people, it happens. And for some people, that's not the case. Apostle Paul had a supernatural encounter when he was Saul. You know, some people could have been praying and saying, well, he's just getting worse. He just keeps insulting Christians, you know, and, and they're seeing it get worse. But then the day he has that encounter, that is that one day the supernatural encounter changes the course of his life. So this is why we can't get weary because, you know, our timing is not God's timing. Our ways are not God's ways. So we want to make sure our weariness is not connected to just what we see in the earth, what's so natural to us, the way the world does it, the way we used to think and and achieve things, the way we would try to do this. And then if we do this, we get this in return. It, it does not work like that in God's timing because he's also working on motives. He's working on heart conditions. He's working on preparation getting our hearts right for the things he's calling us to and he strengthens us through the waiting process if we get everything that we want right when we want it we don't know it, it becomes very difficult um, prevailing in situations that are challenging because we will our flesh will be spoiled if every time we're just asking for something in in our will in our ways and then we get it how much will we pray and how much will we believe for him when we're constantly at a place of wanting it in our timing? So I'm talking about our timing versus God's timing and God's ways. Because the weariness happens when our flesh gets disappointed. When our flesh is getting tired and our flesh doesn't understand. So we want to make sure we don't, we don't throw in the towel with praying and just believing that um, what we're doing is not in vain. Um, For some people, they get uh, weary when it comes to, you know, waiting on the right relationship. And they end up um, settling with, you know, for someone who's unequally yoked. This is a practical example. You know, the person might have all the qualities you want, but do they love Jesus? Do they, are they convicted of the of godly things? I mean, it, it's these are the, the types of things that people can become weary of and then they settle and get out of the will of God because their flesh is tempting them to not wait. And so this is this is why it's so important for us to be in a place of prayer so that we're not caving in to the fleshly temptations. It's good to just think about the positive. So in Philippians 4, 8 through 9, 
we focus on God's will, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So here, we're encouraged to meditate on positive things so that we don't get discouraged. So whatever, like I said, get to the root, whatever that root is, now just start meditating on Philippians 4, 8 through 9. And then we're reminded the why behind what we do so that we don't become weary. And so always get to the thoughts, you know, because the battle is in the mind. It's the thinking that causes the weariness. And for some people, it might be physical exhaustion because you're doing so much. And so we want to make sure if you're physically exhausted, are you doing that unto the Lord or unto man? Because for some people, they're getting physically exhausted for the wrong reasons, not using wisdom, not getting clarity as to what God's truly calling them to do, not resting. So some of this weariness can be from being out of the will of God with how we're even taking care of ourselves and hearing from him as to what we're called to do because we're not called to do every single thing that someone asks us to do. And for some people, they might be burnt out with doing so much at their church or just in ministry in general And that might not be what God's calling them to do um, in specific. So it's very important to understand what he has called you to do, not what man, not what, you know, someone said, okay, I need you to do this. But God, what do you want me to do? That's very important because weariness and burnout can happen from having more of allegiance to what a person is calling you to do and not what God is calling you to do. So that's very important as well. So that physical exhaustion can happen from just doing things either to get an identity from it or feel like, you know, you're in God, you know, you're accomplishing what someone else wants you to do, or it makes you feel good to really get to the root of the why, because if you are burned out and tired, get to the root. How did you get there? Where did you not take a time of rest? You know, so this is why all of this stuff is factored in in our journey. God, you know, he he thought about that. He thought about a day of rest for people, you know, and this is not even about anyone being under the law to take, you know, a day of rest. But think about it. He is thinking about our, our physical health, our emotional health, our spiritual health. Um, and for us to be exhausted and then become weary we have to get back in alignment with God has called us to do. Now, um, when we are disappointed, um, a lot of times we can become weary and question, okay, is this the will of God because it's taking a long time? Or we can question, is this the will of God because there's a lot of challenge, you know? Um, he never indicated the challenge meant that it was not his will. He even prepared us in James. He said, consider it pure joy when you face trials, you know, because he's, he knows that through trials, we can grow, we can mature if we have that perspective. So let us not find reasons to throw in the towel because it's difficult. 
he indicated that we will experience we will experience trials so we want to triumph over that we want to get to a place where we don't cave in we don't give up on praying for the lost praying for family members um, waiting in God's timing that we're reminded that it's not about our will but it's his will and once we keep renewing our minds this is why it's important the renewing of our minds it helps us to not be in the place of weariness it helps us to truly understand that maybe the delay is to protect is to cover is to prepare but the flesh doesn't want to hear that but this is why we have to renew our minds so that we don't give up understanding there's more behind the scenes because God he works behind the scenes he might not show us and tell us every single thing he does why because he's God and he doesn't have to so this is back to that humility and understanding our rightful place as to who he is and who we are and so this helps us to be in a place of gratitude and appreciation even while we're waiting so I want to encourage you that as you're doing things unto the Lord it's you know, his service, right? We're waiting on his timing. We're living for him. We're not doing things in vain. God is working behind the scenes. A lot of times it's a heart check as we're doing things, as we're waiting, as we're believing, as we're trusting God, um, you know, for the lost and for just different situations. And we want to make sure that we're doing it unto the Lord. Are we choosing to follow him for our glory or for his glory? That will help us when we get into a place of weariness. Is it for our glory or his glory? So this will help us the moment we're feeling weary. We get to the place of the why. What's the root of the weariness? So I want to encourage you to not give up, to not give up because God hears our prayers and if we're doing it unto him, he says that whatever he's aligned to, that it prevails and this is for his glory, for his will. So Isaiah 40, 29 through 31, I want to leave you with this. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Those who wait on the Lord... So I just want to encourage you that in this text, it indicated at the very end, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. If we wait onto the Lord, that's the foundation. This is what helps us. This is what helps us to triumph over those feelings of weariness. Just allow the Lord to be the foundation and the filter 
for everything that we do. Allow him to check our hearts and our motives and, and help us to understand that we do all that we do unto him for his glory, for his timing. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for your will. We thank you for your patience. We thank you for just continuing to encourage us in your word and reminding us of what it means to wait, what it means to not becoming weary when doing well. Lord, you've given us scripture to encourage us when the enemy tries to tempt in that area, Lord. But I thank you for reminding us that we do all things unto you, not unto ourselves. And I thank you for helping us to stay on the course, helping us to not throw in the towel and to be reminded that you work all things out for the good for those who love you and have been called according to your purpose. Lord, we give you the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God. Thank you.